Hey guys, Veronica, Andrew, and Nate here. We are Foodies Watching Movies, a podcast dedicated to awesome movies, great food, and that's about it. Check us out on the JIC Network at www.journeyintocomics.com. Maybe throw some money over to our Patreon so we can eat this week. And now your feature presentation. What on earth is that? It's a Journey Into Comics Network production! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 59 of Poor 360. I am your host, Andrew Porter. Thank you for joining me here on a kind of a weird note. Um, like I said on last week's show, this is the last regularly weekly scheduled episode of Poor 360. Next week, which is March 3rd, will be the first time in a long time I haven't brought you a new podcast on the Tuesday. Yes, there have been times where someone else has filled in for me, but yeah, this will be weird. It's the first time there will not be a new Port 360 on a Tuesday. It's going to move to bi-weekly, like I said. So, yeah, next week is, which would normally be episode 6, will be off until, yeah, until March. That'll be March 10th, which is exciting. Um, we've already made some plans for what is we're going to come back with, so that's good, and I'll share more of that as we get more into this episode. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to talk about today. This is kind of another crazy episode. It is my uh, birthday today. I'm actually turning 30, which is really weird to say out loud because I'm entering a new decade. Um, My 20s had a lot of different things going on in it, and now that I'm going to be entering my 30s decade where I'm sure a lot of life events are going to happen, and be really interesting to see how this decade shapes out compared to the last one so i yeah it'll be interesting to see and we'll see how their podcasting fits into that whole future plan and maybe it'll cut back a little maybe it'll expand more i am not exactly sure uh, kind of the pretty wide open but this is episode 59 this is poor 360 this is tuesday if you're in the midwest hopefully the Snow that we may or may not be getting. As I'm recording this, the snow hasn't started yet, but it's supposedly coming. And if it doesn't come today, it's supposed to come. Well, it's, this is coming. I'm recording it on Monday, but if it's coming on Tuesday, as you're listening to it, hopefully it's not too bad. I know it. I've heard projections anywhere from a couple inches to 12 inches to 15 inches to like heavy wet snow. Like, I, who's to say what this is gonna be? But hopefully that's not too bad for you. And um. Outside of the political sphere, I know we've had some craziness. I know the coronavirus is still wreaking havoc across the world. Um, we've kind of seen it affect the stock market. We've seen it affect movie productions. We've seen it affect travel. We've seen, we've seen it affect a lot of people. And there's been cases, I feel like, in basically every country around the globe. And no signs of it really slowing down. There hasn't been too many cases in the U.S. I know there were some in Chicago. They're nearly near like where airports are because, obviously, there people are getting on planes with it. And... Luckily, I haven't had to travel um, on plane in a while, so that's good. Uh, last thing I need is the coronavirus. That I don't think anyone needs that. I'm already sore enough just from spending um, Sunday morning essentially planking because I was doing some work in my uh, attic. So I'm like, 
in a very tight space, basically just on on my hands and knees, essentially like laying flat so I could do a little bit of work. So I'm definitely feeling it today. Hopefully that feeling goes away. But yeah, I don't need to get more sick. Um, but yeah, nothing else too crazy is going on. Um, work's going well. Life's good. Otherwise, no, no real complaints. I've made, um, as I talked about in episodes past, um, I've been a big fan of like Facebook Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace and OfferUp lately. I've recently condensed um, my aquarium hobby. That's um, something I realized I went kind of too hard, too fast with that. I ended up with double digits of the amount of tanks, and I had like I was doing. Oh, I'm doing this, and I ended up having like a bunch of tanks set up that I didn't have fish in it yet, and I wasn't sure I was going to spread them out, and it was just. Becoming a big pain, so I've definitely condensed now. I have now um, one tank upstairs and then four tanks downstairs that are currently set up, which is still, I know, a lot, a lot more than normal people have, but compared to what I did have, it's a lot. And I decided, because I was, for a while, I was trying to get rid of this one big tank I got basically like last fall on the side of the road, tested it, worked fine. I had the stand already that fit it, so. It seemed like fate, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to sell this in the stand because I built this rack, and then, or was I don't need a rack of, how many tanks were on there? One, two, three, and there's about ten tanks on that rack, and so I, I, just, I just needed to, to reduce and go to fewer, bigger tanks, so less quantity, but more tanks, because I can still have the same amount of fish in there, it's just less to result, you're just like, oh, I'm only feeding one tank, or I'm only, this was like, every tank I needed to feed, and now I have just, like, I have a tank with goldfish in, and I have my live bear tank, and I got my community tank, and then I got my upstairs, I got, um, my hex tank, so it's just, I got, so it's definitely good to kind of just break that down, it was just coming a little overwhelming, I just didn't have the time to give it the attention it needed, and that's when I was kind of, beginning of the year, I was getting kind of overwhelmed with a lot of things, and I've made some steps to help mitigate that a little bit, so... Just kind of putting the best for in terms of like stress, mental health, all of that. And I think that's very important. You realize that if you're in a situation where you think you're overwhelmed, even if it's with hobbies, and you're like, that's one of the reasons I took a little bit of a step back from podcasting. The the weekly grind was a bit of a lot, and it wasn't. It became something that I had to do instead of something I wanted to do, and it just getting a step back is allowing me to put more time and effort into each show. As well as get a chance to be on other shows with my friends, and I just love to like, uh, I'd love to be a guest on Podcast Free or a guest on uh, Journey into Comics or any other show across that network. I think it would just be fun. And, like I'd love to be on a Dungeon with Dudes, even though it's kind of tricky because Dungeon with Dudes over Skype and stuff becomes complicated. I'm hoping to do some get down to Lafayette at some point in the next um, couple weeks or couple months just to. Um, beyond some podcasts in person, see some of these guys I haven't seen in a while, because I, I don't think I've seen, well, I haven't seen Nate in quite a while, I haven't seen Tyler in, like, six months, I haven't seen a lot of the guys since the last, uh, LoffyCon, so, yeah, it, um, I know we got Fun for Funs 2 coming up in the not-too-distant future, and then LoffyCon 2, I'll definitely be at least one of those events, so... For that, and I know um, adulting is going to come back probably in the spring. Foodies is coming back hopefully in late 
um, late winter, early spring. Hopefully in the next month or two we'll bring that back in full swing. Maybe that'll wait until March, April as well. I'm not exactly sure. That's kind of a decision that the five of us would have to make on it. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to hopefully get back into guesting on their shows because as much as I like talking about news and politics and all of that, it's it's just draining after a while. Like the amount of st- I'm spend half the day being inundated with other people's thoughts on what's going on in the world in terms of things that Trump's doing, things that some of the Democratic candidates are doing, things that people are voting on, the impeachment. It was just day in day out. It was just getting so overwhelming. I just wanted to. It made the point that, like the last thing I want to do is talk about it more you know I, I even though i enjoy sharing my thoughts and feelings about all of this and but i it was just getting to a point where i'm like i i don't know i just can't i just don't want to answer this. so i wanted to take breaks and talk about other things that weren't necessarily is involved with this so but i know a lot of you come to this show to get this information so and um i've already made the decision um after the new bi-weekly format comes um, the next couple weeks, uh, March 10th, and over the next few episodes after that, I'm going to be doing a profile on all of the Democratic and Republican candidates for president that are announced. I'm going to do the ones that have um, either have a strong presence or... Um, no, right, like, obviously... Um, if anything, it drops out between now and March 10th, or whenever I record the episode for March 10th, obviously it won't be included. I'm hoping to do at least two candidates, if not three per episode, and do it. And then probably as we get towards the, the top tier, like the top couple. So there will be, obviously, probably a whole episode dedicated to like Bernie Sanders, a whole episode dedicated to Joe Biden, a whole episode dedicated to... Um, like Pete Buttigieg, and then all of a dedicated Donald Trump, which will be interesting. Um, and I've already ta- I've talked to some people. I know we some guys on the network want a guest, so I'm looking forward to that. Some people that have, haven't been on Poor 360 and uh, yeah, so that's that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that, and I think having this by week from it allows me to have two weeks time to actually set a point to record. So I'm really excited for that. I think you know bring guests on and do some different things with the show is gonna really move it in a new direction, and I think even though there'll be less episodes over the course of a year, it's going to be better content, so I'm really excited to bring that in. Um, yeah, and, we'll, and hopefully we'll have some great conversations, like when Nate and I had our sit down and talk about um, kind of what was going on, um, whatever Nate and I can get in a good conversation, we're, we'll just, we can talk for hours, and and that's sometimes great, whenever you're able to bounce off their person, maybe... Maybe this season I'll even add a co-host, or who knows. Like, opening this up a little bit more to... Because finding someone else to commit to a weekly show is difficult. Uh, but bi-weekly does give you some more opportunities, so we'll see what the rest of the year brings. Because it's it, once it goes bi-weekly, it's not going to stop anytime soon. I know at one point I talked about, oh, maybe I'll need to take a hiatus. Kind of like what Podcast is doing right now. But they'll be coming back... Before I come back, so that's exciting. But um, I'm really looking forward to kind of getting out there. Um, in terms of what's uh, what's to come while I'm away, so March 3rd, which is uh, next Tuesday, is one of the big primaries. A lot of states are going to be up for grabs. 
Um, at this point, we really only had is it five states, maybe not even five states. I have to, I have to look back because I don't remember what's what's all been uh, discussed. We've had Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. Uh, South Carolina is on the 29th, which is Saturday. I've never understood the Saturday primaries or caucuses. So we've only had we've only had three states. So really, any um, ranking of these candidates is kind of a wash at this point. Yes, if you're doing if you're holding strong right now, it's good indication. But it's really only three states. No presidential election really comes down to three states and three states alone. Let alone Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada. Those states are never. The ones usually it's like Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, all, California. All these states are the ones that kind of make a bigger impact. But not that it should be discounted. If you're, um, but like once we get to like March third, we're going to see Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. That's a lot. March tenth, we'll have Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, and Washington. Like. By the time I come back, March 10th, which, that'll be interesting. March, I wonder, I'm going to talk to to Nate and some of the guys, um, the network, about maybe March 10th, the episode can drop late. Maybe it can be a live reaction to, maybe I'll hold off on what's going on in the whole um, the presidential listings. I know maybe after March 3rd we might have some candidates drop out. I don't know. But maybe maybe March 10th will be a live reaction to these results because if we can push it back, if I can get Nate or someone else who can stay up late, maybe we can discuss the results as they come in. Because they're all... They're all West Coast, so... Well, not all West Coast. Obviously, like, Michigan and stuff is East Coast. But... It wouldn't be too terribly late if we waited till like eight o'clock when those polls close and I get the results in. We'll see, we'll see. Definitely keep. I'll definitely be dropping something on the socials once that's figured out. But I think that would be kind of fun to do a a live reaction episode that'll drop late into Tuesday or even early into Wednesday with our with our immediate reactions to what's going on. And that that would be that would be good. And we can see truly where after a good chunk of states are in place. Where some of these Democratic candidates lie, um, obviously, Trump has the Republican nomination as well as sewn up at this point. There's been no strong in, um, someone trying to dethrone the incumbent in that race. So this will really show if um, kind of the the top, I'm going to say top five candidates with a, well, I'll go ahead and I'll break that down right now. I was kind of going to steer into that anyway. So currently we have... A hundred declared delegates so far. Obviously, you need um, just shy of two thousand. So one thousand nine hundred ninety-one delegates is needed to win the nomination. So so far, with the three states that have had their caucuses, with Iowa, New Hampshire, and now Nevada, um, the clear front runner at this point is Bernie Sanders with forty-five delegates. Pete Buttigieg is um, I won't say right behind him. Because he's got almost half. He's right behind him with 25 points in second place. Behind him is Joe Biden with 15. Then you have Elizabeth Warren with 8. Amy Klobuchar with 7. 
Andrew Yang, who's dropped out with zero, and then everyone else as zero. Um, I mean, the only reason Michael Bloomberg seems to still be in the conversation is because he has the money to put ads out and put his face everywhere. Like, anytime I go on YouTube, I get a Michael Bloomberg ad. It's kind of ridiculous. I'm surprised there's still, like, people that are, I think, haven't dropped out yet. Like, uh, Tulsi Gabbard still around, Tom Steyer... John Delaney, Deval Patrick. I don't know if any of these guys have dropped out yet. Michael Bennett. They're listed here. I don't know 100%. This is from the the Google-based primary election results. So I don't know if it's fully updated. But really, if they're not... If you're not Bernie Sanders, Peter Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, or Amy Klobuchar at this point, you are a, a non-candidate at this point, in my opinion. I mean, Bloomberg had to buy his way to the debate stage, um, and then got roasted royally by uh, Elizabeth Warren and some of the other candidates because showing that you can't buy your way into a nomination or even a valid candidacy. So that was pretty that was pretty intense. But yeah, really, those five one of them is going to be the Democratic nominee. Um, right now, if t- projections are saying it's going to be Bernie Sanders. A lot of people don't like Bernie Sanders, which is interesting. He did say something that kind of ruffled my feathers. He put a tweet out basically saying, um, oh, let me see if I can find it really quick. Um, and it, I think it's just the way he is, but I don't know. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It was, he basically says, I got news for the Republican establishment. I got news for the Democratic establishment. They can't stop us. And I don't know who the us is. I know if, I don't know if it's his supporters, but it seems very us versus them. And I know he's basically saying that um, the way the establishment is done, they go to this point, is changing. Which, he could have said that. But it made it seem very divisive. It makes it seem like if, you, if you're not for the heavy left-leaning views, that you're not the future. And it basically seems they're going to come down to an election if Bernie Sanders is the nominee and Donald Trump is the nominee. That it's going to be a heavy left-leaning candidate versus a heavy right-leaning candidate. And all it's going to be is just, there's going to be no common ground at that point. Obviously, I don't know if we want necessarily want a fully moderate Democratic candidate as the nominee. Because then you have someone who's got some left and right-handed views. Like, I'm a pretty centrist-leaning political person. I have a lot of extremely left, and I have a lot of extremely right views. Or, I don't know about extremely, on either end. I have left-leaning and right-leaning views that kind of balance out into a centrist viewpoint. But, I don't know. It will make for an interesting debate once we get into the primaries. Because you're going to have two people essentially just screaming at each other. And I think it'll be interesting once we get close to the nominations. We're going to see VP picks announced. But that's probably not going to be until summer. But well, probably obviously before the cock or um, the convention. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. But obviously, once March third happens, when we have all those states, then once March tenth happened, all those states, and then March seventeenth, where actually I get to vote, which is exciting. And it, obviously, one thing I'll make a point. Last week, I know, or last yeah, last week when I um, I talked about your registration deadlines for people across the U.S. Um, some of those have already passed now, so hopefully you registered if you did, because everyone's, and actually voting, not just for 
the your presidential candidate, but voting for your local races, all of that is more important in your day to day life than the president. Like obviously, the pro- who gets in the White House is important, but who's passing your local laws, your county laws, your state laws is definitely more important to you because it determines oh where your money that you're paying in taxes on the state and local level is getting allocated. It's, it's, it's definitely something. And if you're from a high-paying tax state like I am, it's definitely something you want to be mindful of. So don't just vote straight party lines. Don't just pick the most interesting name. Maybe do, do a little research before this comes out and be like, oh, I kind of line up with that person, even if it's an alderman or a city councilor or a state rep. They are all matter. Just because they're the top person on the ticket doesn't mean you should just check their name, like, I'm here just to vote for Joe Biden, and then everything else can stay blank. No. At this, I think it's more important to vote for anything below the ticket and leave the president blank. It's not the flashiest thing. It's like... Say, like, when you're voting for the Oscars, which none of us are voting for the Oscars. Um, people don't really remember Best Picture. They don't remember who won Best Sound Editing in 2004. Like, it's, it's, the, it's the flashier thing and you're, you're entitled to vote however you want that's your your right as an American citizen who has the the legal right to vote and yeah vote how you seek and vote for referendums and vote for um, positions sorry I have a silent Bob figure on my desk and it's the angle that he was sitting he was, he was giving me the side eye and I was like okay okay I'll stop talking about voting but um, yeah so I think that's definitely good thing to keep in mind um it's kind of just yeah voting and paying attention to basically local and up races like i had a got an email from my my mayor the other day actually i got an email and a phone call from my mayor because i wanted to get on a a commission um actually an arts commission or to be a um a city, not really a commissioner, but be a part of a commission to do art-based activities in my community. So, trying to be involved a little bit more and to get it like in the middle of a work day to get the call from the mayor of Mundelein was like, oh hey, like good on you, Mayor Steve. But I, um, yeah, it's definitely very interesting and um, but yeah, definitely I think it's on a local level you can definitely make some more change. And if you're interested. Do something yourself. It doesn't take much to be an alderman. Do a little bit of canvassing to get signatures to be put on a ticket and do a little campaigning. Yeah, like, make some change yourself. You don't have to, you don't need necessarily followers on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, all that. You can get involved at the local level and be like, I'm going to be, like, Nate's come on and talk about how he almost was an alderman or a mayor. I can't remember what it is now. He was very close to getting on, um, on the city post back in his hometown. So you can make some change. I remember um, when I was in college. Um, he's nothing now, but he was uh, he was like the youngest, like school board president or superintendent. Then he went on to be like a state rep and then a uh, a U.S. rep for the state. And then yeah, he was going up and then he had some bad not really bad stuff happened he just wasn't it was like Aaron Shock if you remember him he was on like 
men's health and fitness because he was this pretty ripped uh, senator, but he used a lot of campaign funds for stupid things and had to um, resign and disgrace and all that. And then I remember at one point I ran into him at a Starbucks um, on in my in the town where my college was uh, years after that, and it was just awkward. But yeah, that was a really weird side tangent. Um, yeah, I really didn't have a whole lot planned in this episode. I didn't really want to talk about a ton of what was going on. Um, I know Trump is in India right now. He may be back. Um, I guess one thing I could talk about is tomorrow kicks off, like Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, all of that. It's um, the last big feast day before Lent if you're Catholic. It's um, big day of celebration. It's my birthday. It's kind of... It's a lot all rolled into one, and just looking forward to kind of getting out, relaxing a little bit. Not going to bring any work home. I uh, might do some work around the house, but it's always less stress for me to do it that way. But yeah, I really didn't have a lot else to say. It's going to be a bit of a shorter episode, but I want to bring you some content and kind of tease what's to come uh, in the next few weeks. Um, so. I'm going to reach out to Nate, because um, any of the other guys aren't going to be able to stay up late on Tuesday night. Most of them have early days. I'm going to have an early day, but I can always muster through it with some coffee and some hope. Um, and then Nate, um, he's always a night owl, so it's not going to be a big deal. Maybe we'll discuss all that, and he'll be very happy or very upset, depending on how the results come in. But I'm, I'm optimistic. I think it'll it'll work out in his favor. But I think with that, that will close out this week's episode of Poor360. Um, it was great to be able to just talk. It wasn't a really big format. We've got to talk about what's to come in the rest of 2020 for me as a person, me as a podcaster, the show itself, the network. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. This has been episode 59. So yeah, uh yeah, if I if I really honestly if I had the uh, if the technology and the the commitment sixty would episode sixty would be a live show, but I don't have a fancy webcam. And I really don't want to be recorded doing that. And I don't have this set up like Dick or them have. So yeah, it'll be an audio show, but I'm hoping to get a live reaction. But that'll do it for episode fifty nine of Poor Three Sixty. I have been Andrew Poor. You guys have a great week. Stay safe. Stay warm. Stay informed, and that'll do it. Thanks, guys.